you doing this afternoon? Shalom. Shalom. Happy National Day. <laughs> it's a long weekend, so some of us, some of our members may not be around because of the long weekend. Uh, maybe have a short trip outside. But those of us who are here in this place, God will bless you today. Amen. Turn the person next to you, you are at the right place. You are at the blessed place. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now this afternoon, we are going to learn about the Word of God. And if you have uh, your bulletin at the back of your bulletin, last page, there's an uh, empty uh, page that you can write down something. Because we are going to learn about kingdom prayer. This month is talking about kingdom prayer. Now, it's not about whether you already know it, but it's about whether you already do it. Because knowing is a great thing. You know that when you turn on the air condition in this room, it will not be stuffy, you know, it will be cool, you know, cooling uh, uh, weather or air in this room. But uh, knowledge itself is not good enough until you press the, or somebody press that button to turn on the air condition, or to turn on the light, or to turn on the uh, sound system so that you can hear my voice, and so on. So the knowledge of the Word of God is great. It is important. It is enlightening. It is giving us wisdom. But doing it is the one that will bring you right to the fulfillment of God's promises. Now this afternoon we are going to talk about kingdom's prayer. All right? Are you ready to for the word of God? Amen. Oh, you are not so ready. <laughs> are you ready? Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, uh, I'm going to talk about the, uh, I will share with you about prayer first, and then I will talk about kingdom prayer, all right? So, uh, the foundation of prayer is in the James chapter 4, verse 2 and 3. James chapter 4, verse 2 and 3, all right? Uh, let's read it together. One, two, three. You do not have what you want because you do not Ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasures. All right? Uh, let's uh, read from Amplified Bible. Amplified Bible says, next slide, you do not have because you do not ask. Or you do ask God for them and yet fail to receive because you ask with wrong purpose and evil, uh, selfish motives. Your intention is, when you get what you desire, is to spend it in sensual pleasures. Okay, it's basically, in a short uh, uh, word, is that you have not because you ask not. Or you ask, but you ask wrongly. Yeah, you ask something that is not in the catalog of God, <laughs> right? You go to a, a, a what do you call a, a restaurant, okay? Uh, you want to order something, and you order something that is not in the catalog. Well, once in a while, the chef may give it to you, right? Uh, but 
If it is not in the catalog of God, God will not give it to you. If you are asking something that is for your uh, sensual pleasure, that will lead you to sin, that will lead you to temptation, that will lead to your downfall, God will not give it to you. So that's why you say, God says that you have not because you ask not. First of all, because you never ask. And secondly, you ask, you ask wrong things. Now, let me turn the other way around, the Word of God, right? Uh, the Word of God says also, okay, it is not said that, but it implies that you have much because you ask much. And you ask correctly. <laughs> How many of you want to have much in the Lord? Amen? Lift up your hands, lift up your hands, lift up your hands, hallelujah. And now the, 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 the secret to the foundation for us having much in the kingdom of God, according to the word of God, what God says is that you can have much if you pray much, if you ask much. And when you ask, not for your sensual pleasure, but according to the will of God. Now, somehow some of us are very worried about, oh, you know, is it the will of God? It's not the will of God. Well, you know, Holy Spirit is in you. You know that basic needs God will provide for you. It is in the will of God. Uh, healing is in the will of God. Yeah? Uh, life and life in abundance is the will of God. Life in sufficiency is the will of God. Uh, having a, a successful home and family is in the will of God. You can ask all these things. Amen? And sometimes we want the right thing, but we still don't get it because we never... <sighs> okay. Amen. So, brothers and sisters, if we want to receive Blessings from God, we need to ask. And then we need to ask the right thing. And we will receive. How many of you today, don't need to raise your hand, feel guilty that you rarely ask God? Yeah. Why we rarely ask God? Because we think we can do it on our own. We feel that we don't depend on God. We feel that, you know, I can do it. I don't need to ask. Yeah. Uh, and and, and that, that's, that's fine. And uh, sometimes God wants to bring us to a situation where we exhaust all possible ways so that we know that we need Him. Uh, but I would rather every day in my life, I know that I need God. I need Him. And that's why I come to Him in prayer. Well, I'm all, like all of you, I'm guilty that maybe I'm not praying enough. But today, as we learn the Word of God, we want to make a commitment today. I will have much in the Lord because I will ask much and I will ask according to His will. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. How many of you are excited? Give glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah, now, I want to share with you about four keys to powerful prayer. Okay, are you ready? So, uh, we need to ask God, and when we ask God, according to His will, we will receive much from Him. And there are four things that I want to share with you, a simple one, right? And many of you will know about this, and the thing is that not about whether you know, but whether you have done it, and then as we are reminded on this truth, let's do it, right? Number one is that uh, the key to powerful prayer, okay? I think before this, I got something else, right? Uh, what is the... Okay, next one, yeah. So the key to powerful prayer is number one is 
believe is faith. Yeah, is faith. <coughs> so, um, uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 24 says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, uh, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. All right? Jesus says, Therefore Jesus tell me, whatever I ask in prayer, believe that I have received it, and it will be mine. Number one, prayer, powerful prayer is with faith, by faith. Yeah? Um, uh, uh, sometimes I pray with people, right, uh, after service or during the time of ministry, and then I pray. I pray, but the person is like wishing, yeah, wishing. Oh Lord, help Lord, help Lord, uh, help help you know my my uh, son or my daughter. Oh Lord, have my parents uh, heal them. Lord, help help or heal. Yeah, okay. We are asking God, but we need to pray and ask, believing what we ask will happen. Yeah. Uh, sometimes after praying. And praying a lot, we end with the prayer with worrying. Yeah. As if the problem will, not, will never be resolved. How many of you experience that? Yeah. You pray, Lord, have this uh, you know, uh, sickness. Oh, Lord, so difficult. Oh, Lord, have this uh, family relationship. Oh, Lord, so difficult, so difficult, so difficult. After praying, amen, you still worry. Oh, you're so difficult, so difficult, so difficult. Why? Because we forget to include God in our requests, believing that as we request this to God, God will help, God will heal, God will provide, uh, God will give solution on way out, God will intervene, uh, you know, making a situation better. Yeah? So when you pray, okay, that's why Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 until 7 says that uh, be worried of anything, uh, be anxious of nothing. Uh, don't, don't worry about anything. Uh, if you worry about something, that thing that you are worried about, you need to pray. And then after you pray, you believe okay, that God will deal with your needs, and that's why you don't need to worry about it again. Yeah? Okay? Uh, how many of you experience uh, once in a while in your workplace? Okay, I'm working as a project manager in IT uh, industry. You make mistakes. Yeah? You make mistakes. And then when we make mistakes, we need to tell our boss, right? Okay, boss, sorry, I make mistakes. And then the implication is this and that and this and that. Uh, so I will try my best, but, you know, what can I do? Yeah. Once in a while, you know, the boss will give me <laughs> pep talk and so on. I need me to, to, to fix it. But uh, another case, you know, the boss say that uh, it's beyond you, so I will take care of it. So when he say I will take care of it, then do I need to continue to worry about it? No. I will just simply say, I believe he can take care of it, right? That's why I have boss. <laughs> right? That's why it's a good thing to have boss, right? <laughs> when you become a, a self-employed, you, you are the boss. It's good that you, know, you have no boss, but there's also the bad thing that you don't have boss. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's, uh, that's just a joke. But what, what happened is that as I do that, then I will trust my boss will take care of it, and I will take care of what I, can, I need to take care of. Same thing as uh, children, right? If you have children, uh, my children come to me and say, Dad, 
Daddy, uh, sorry, I, uh, you know, uh, I lost my uh, whatever, a handphone or something valuable, then uh, I still need it, right? What would I do? Uh, I will have to buy another one or I need to take care of it. And now our Heavenly Father is a loving Father. Okay, whatever that you have as you give to God in prayer by faith, believe God, it is now yours. Help me with that. Then you carry on with your life, believing and trusting that that matter God will settle. Number two, a key to powerful prayer is in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Uh, John chapter 14 verse 13 says, And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that my Father will be glorified in the Son. Uh, John chapter 16, 23-24, Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, He will give it to you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive, that your joy may be full. Yeah. Number two, brothers and sisters, is that we need to ask God in the name of Jesus. What does it mean? Uh, well, it's a, it's a sermon of its own, but uh, it simply means two things. One is that we, we come to the Father uh, through Jesus. We come to the Father not by other names, not by our own merit, not by our own effort, but we come to Him because Jesus is our high priest, high priest that will bring all our prayer and petition to God, the Father, and that's why we he is our mediator. He is uh, somebody who will connect us to, G to, to God the Father. It's number one. Number two, uh, praying in the name of Jesus means it, is, it means uh, we pray for His sake. Yeah? Uh, in another uh, translation, it says for your name's sake. Yeah? It's not just for in the name of Jesus as if like a mantra, like a, you know, just a tech line, okay, as long as I say, in the name of Jesus, that's it, man, you know, my, my uh, mail uh, sent already to heaven. Well, in Jesus' name, it means it's, it's for His name's sake, and that's why the Scriptures say, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son, yeah? Now, and sisters, uh, BIS, I want to challenge you this afternoon, right? Uh, if you are sleepy, turn the person next to you, see if you are sleepy, wake him up with. <laughs> All right. I want to tell you this thing. Okay. Lord Jesus says in verse 24, until now you have not asked anything. Until my, and my name ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. I, I, I want you to not to miss the blessings of God. Even Jesus says, I challenge you. Right. You, you, you have been trying with your own effort. You have been trying with your own uh, resources. You have been trying with your own ability. Now, you know, you are there as much as you can because it's up to there, right? Now, you, you know, you listen to me and listen to my uh, vision for you and my purpose for you because your, my, my purpose for you is bigger than what you can think of. And if you ask, okay, ask me. Because if you ask in my name, I will give it to you that, so that you know that I'm real. So that you know I can give it to you. So that you know that when you ask me, I can give it to you so that your faith can be built up. Right? And your joy may be full. Then you live no longer alone, but you know that you live with God. Hallelujah. So number one is a prayer by faith. Number two is praying in the name of Jesus, number three is praying in agreement. Yeah? In an agreement. Okay, so husband and wife, right? It is important for us to pray 
in agreement. Yeah, uh, you you have a future. You plan for a future. Young couples, you plan. You know, probably migrate to somewhere, right? You plan for buying a property that probably need. You know. 20 years installment, for example. Oh, this is a big commitment. It's a long-term commitment. What should I do? You are, you are planning for something, you know, students, right? You are thinking about what should I... You think about something uh, that... Uh, number three, number three, in agreement, right? So the scripture says, Jesus says, again, I tell you that two of you agree on earth, yeah, about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. Yeah, and sometimes we face a situation that is beyond our strength, that is beyond our ability, beyond our thought, right? Then we can pray together, and prayer in agreement is very, very powerful. And that's why the Bible says, pray for one another. Pray for one another, yeah? So if you are uh, alone, Okay, uh, after this service, right, after the sermon, okay, we are going to pray. And then we are going to pray for one another. Amen? And then you agree with your brother and sisters in the Lord, okay, pray for something and agree together because the Word of God, as we read and as we believe, says, if any of two of you agree, ask anything in my name. My Father will do it for you. Number three, number four. Number one is uh, pray by faith. Number two, pray in the name of Jesus. Number three, pray in agreement. Number four is pray in the Holy Spirit. Now, this is a wonderful scripture uh, in Romans chapter 8, verse 26, 27, right? And the Holy Spirit help us in our weakness. Okay, this is not ESV. I think it's a NLT, uh, a New uh, Living Translation. For example, we do not know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all the hearts knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. It's like, I do not know what I'm going to pray. You know, sometimes um, I remember when I, uh, praying, I was praying for my mom you know, who suffer uh, cancer at a time. You know, I do not know, it's so heavy, the burden, the, the worry, the, you know, the pressure and so on. I just pray in tongue because I just believe God, you know, if it is your will for her to, you know, go home with you, so be it. If you want me to heal her, let her be healed, you know, let her uh, be comforted, not, not suffer, you know, a lot and so on. And, and we just pray in tongue. And, uh, you know, another situation, maybe, you know, I was praying for my daughter, choosing which uh, university, which course to go, and just pray in tongue and just God, let God give uh, direction. Basically, it's like, you know, we do not know what we need to pray and the Holy Spirit is, uh, is praying for us and the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God and, and, and God the Father knows our heart and He knows what we really need. And He always gives the best to His children. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, there are four keys of powerful prayer, okay? And we, we should do it every day because if we ask, we don't ask, we don't receive. We ask, 
A little bit, we receive a little bit. We ask much, we receive much. And four things that we can ask from the Lord is number one is prayer in? In faith, with faith, believe. Number two, in the name of Jesus. Number three, in agreement. Number four, yeah, all right. So now uh, remove the slides. Okay, number one, yeah, number one, by faith. Okay, number two, in Jesus' name. Number three, in agreement. Number four, in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You know, God wants to bless the church and He put this framework, okay, that's called prayer. Okay, so then he say, you need to pray, ask, and you'll receive, seek, you will find, and knock the door, and the door will open up for you. And he say again, but you never ask, you, you don't have, and you are quarreling, and you are envying one another, you don't ask, because, you don't receive, because you don't ever ask. And today, PIS, PCS, we will be strong, because we will ask God in prayer, and we understand to have a prayer, number one is in the, by faith, number two, in the name of Jesus, number three, in agreement and number four, the Holy Spirit. Now I want to uh, share with you something else. I guess about the focus of prayer, right? Now the focus of prayer, uh, number one, is that when we pray, it's a, a communication to God, the person of God. Yeah. When you pray, uh, you know, when you pray, you close your eyes, and then straight away you say something. Yeah. Uh, God the Father, please help me with my uh, day-to-day, help my work, help my deliver uh, some meeting, help me with uh, finances, help my children, or so on. We bring our list to God. Now, when you bring your request to God, actually you are talking to someone. Yeah? It's not like this. For example, you know, uh, let's say Pastor Gilbert, right? Uh, Pastor Gilbert here, Pastor Gilbert. Pastor Gilbert, come. Let's say uh, he's, uh, you know, we are, you know, long-term friends, uh, many years, you know, he's a kind person, and I know he will help me. Right? So I say, uh, Brother Gilbert, I will need, you know, uh, I need to take care of my children, I, my children need to go to school, they take care of, you know, and uh, there's a sink, a uh, bit of leaking over there and so on. No, we, we need to talk, right? We need to talk. Yeah, we need to talk. Now, when we talk, we need to come, I need to come to him. Okay, now, um, slides, yeah. So, oh, you who hear prayer, this is God. Oh, God who hear prayer, to you all flesh come. We need to come to the Lord when we want to pray. Yeah, okay, so uh, true prayer is neither a mere mental exercise nor vocal performance. It is far deeper than that. It is spiritual transaction with creator of heaven and earth. Prayer, okay, prayer is not just simply mumbling, okay, and I, I have a lot of wish lists in my life, in my mind. Okay, I wish this, I wish this, I wish this. No, prayer is talking to Jesus, talking to God. And that's why we need to come into the presence of God. I need to come to Brother Gilbert and I, I need to say, Brother Gilbert, you know, I need uh, my Nespresso run out of capsules. Would you please supply another two, uh, you know, <laughs> slack of uh, coffee, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I have. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, but, but there, is, there is a coming to God, right? Okay. And that's why when before you pray, I normally, before I pray, I always take a quiet moment first. I quieten my heart. I position myself in the presence of God. And as if I can now 
Because God is spirit, right? Okay, whoever worship in my spirit, in spirit and truth, I position myself into a spiritual dimension and I know by in the name of Jesus, by Jesus, you know, I have an access to the throne of grace. And then I talk. Okay, and that's why the prayer that you talk in the presence of God is different from just wishing. If you are you have been praying in the wishing mode, I challenge you today, right, activate your spirit that you are in God's presence. This is why sometimes we pray, we close our eyes. Why? Because we do not want to be distracted by other things. We, we switch off the handphone or, you know, we don't listen to any music. Just come to the presence of God. We know we are in front of Him in the spirit and then we say what we want or we, we need, Yeah? And he is going to hear our prayer. Now, uh, number two, okay, uh, we'll go back to the slides. And this is interesting. Our prayer may be awkward. Our prayer may be not perfect. Our attempts may be feeble. But since the power of prayer is in the one who hears it, not in the one who says it, our prayers do make a difference. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? Right? Uh, you know, sometimes when you have uh, intercessors praying or you are in a conference, oh, somebody pray, oh, very good words, very nice things and so on. And we, we thought that, you know, how can I pray like that, right? And then because we think we cannot pray in those kind of words and structures and understanding, we thought that our prayer is weak. Yeah. Now, I would challenge you that no, it's not because we are coming to the Father. We are coming to your Father. And when you ask God the Father, you ask your Father about things from Him. He knows what you need. And maybe you cannot say it in a loud voice, in a, oh, you know, in a, in a, in a scriptural way and so on. But He knows and He's a loving Father and to him who hears our prayer, we will come. Amen. Isn't that great? Okay. So everybody can pray. Okay. After this sermon, before the Holy Communion, we are going to pray. And don't worry about your wording. What is important is that are you coming to the right person? That is God the Father who loves you. He who did not spare his own son but gave it to you. How much more all things he will give together with his son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He's a wonderful God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. When my son, my, my children come to me, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, they are a bit shy because they're asking for money. <laughs> and uh, they know, you know, they do not want to trouble me too much. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah? <laughs> I have money for them. Uh, but still, when they ask something, they are a bit wishy-washy. You know that uh, my uh, computer is uh, a bit old, you know, a bit slow. And sometimes this thing doesn't, have, uh, doesn't work. You know, sometimes the Microsoft Word come out a bit long and so on. And I say, you, you want a new computer, is it? <laughs> right, okay. So, you know, uh, it doesn't matter how we, we, the word that we pray. Well, 
as we, we are mature, probably we say in a better way, but we have a loving Father. And as we come to Him, uh, the, the, the power of prayer is not about the perfectness of our words. It's not the perfectness of our, you know, uh, way we structure our, the content of our prayer. It's somebody who we talk to, and He is able, and He is caring for you. Hallelujah. Now, when we uh, are in the presence of God, now, you know, I, I want to say this. Prayer does not nullify our responsibility. It's not in the slides, but can you uh, say with me, prayer doesn't nullify our responsibility. Yeah, it doesn't mean that when you pray, right, then you do not, know, you do not need to do anything that God wants you to do, right? Okay? Uh, let's say, uh, you know, a widow, a widow uh, in Elijah's story. She has the last meal, right? Uh, the flour and the oil for her and her daughter, and that's it. Because of the drought, there's no more food, then they will die out of starvation. I believe they are praying to God to preserve their lives. And Elijah come and say, Make, give me that bread, okay? And then you, that, that, that flour and that oil will never run out until the Lord sends the rain. So there is an action that she needs to do, and as she does it, yeah? And as she does it, uh, uh, the promise of God is fulfilled. The provision of God is released. So when we pray for our health, and you know that you are overweight and you eat a lot of, uh, oily stuff, fatty stuff, and the doctor says already, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't just simply say, oh, I, we pray in the name of Jesus, all cholesterol in this french fries be gone. <laughs> no, it will never happen. <laughs> yeah, that is an extreme example. Okay, but I just want to tell you, uh, you we all need to grow to maturity. Yeah. If God says to you to apologize to your spouse so that your relationship can be restored. You still have to do it. <laughs> okay? You still have to do it. You can pray all your prayer. God, give me peace in my home. And God says to you, uh, be, change your word, be nicer to your spouse. Uh, you still have to do it. Yeah. Uh, don't talk about the past, don't talk about the, you know, uh, what they call unpleasant things in the past. Forgive because God has forgiven you. You still have to do it. But as you do it, all right, in the presence of God, and sometimes, you know, when I pray, I pray that prayer, uh, God told me, you know, I need to be humble. I need to be gentle. I need to apologize to my wife, to my children. And because I pray, I have the answer. And then I do it, and then the problem is resolved. Hallelujah. Um, uh, Mother Teresa is uh, say nice things about prayer. There's a quote, a uh, uh, slide. Prayer is uh, not asking. Prayer is putting oneself in the hands of God at His disposition 
listening to His voice in the depths of our hearts. God speaks in the silence of the heart. Listening is the beginning of prayer. Listening is the beginning of prayer. It's, it's a powerful statement, brothers and sisters. You know, we have a lot of things in our hearts, and we come to God and say, Lord, I want, you know, all my laundry list, you know, my uh, grocery uh, listing. And sometimes when I really come into the presence of God, I stop saying things. Why? Because I know, number one, God knows my needs. Number two, those things are not important. There are, there are more important things. And, you know, number three, I want to know what He wants me to do. And one, that thing is the one that I want, I want to pray. And really, 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 when you come to the and you enter to the presence of God, please, brothers and sisters, I, I encourage you to grow into maturity. As you enter the presence of God through times of worship, time of the wording of, uh, meditating of the Word of God, you know... There is something bigger and something higher, something more important that you need to address rather than simply day-to-day -day stuff that we normally bring. And I believe you will experience that as you come deeper in the presence of God. Talking about holiness and purity, talking about our walk of faith, walk of love before the Lord, and so on. And, 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 and we, we may shift our, uh, our focus of prayer from, you know, trivial stuff to heavenly stuff. Hallelujah. Number two, uh, the focus of prayer, how much time do we have? Is about God's ability and God's love. Now, I believe I do not want to uh, spend too much time here, but we all know that God is able and God cares. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything too difficult for God? Of course, we know it is not. But then the second thing is that whether He will do it for me. And, uh, you know, Luke chapter 12, verse 7 says, And the very hairs on your head are all numbered, so do not be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. I googled a little bit, you know, uh, in Singapore, uh, the richest people in Singapore is Mr. Robert and Philip Ng from Far East Organization. Their wealth is about $12 billion. Uh, and number two, I never mind. But basically, <laughs> it's just an example. <laughs> basically, if you come to this person, he has the capability to solve your financial needs. But he will say, who are you? <laughs> Why should I help you? <laughs> right? He has ability, but, you know, he may not want to help. Yeah. Uh, if you come to me and you need financial help, I may want to help, but I may not have the capability. God has the capability. God wants to help. Yeah. If you have a health problem, you come to me, I may want to help, but I cannot help. But if you come to Dr. Fedos, he can help you, right? Yeah. And if you come to doctor about doctor, you come, about, you come to God who provides all of our needs according to this riches and glory in Christ Jesus, he will supply our need, and he loves you, and he cares for you.
Amen. Number three, the uh, focus of prayer um, is about trust. Okay, it's about trust. Uh, Psalm chapter 46 says, God is our help, our refuge and strength, and ever-present help in trouble. Ever-present meaning always available. Always available. 24 by 7. Yeah. Uh, SOS. Anytime, anywhere, any situation when you need help, God is trustworthy. From uh, uh, Eternity until eternity, he stays forever. Now, the thing is about trust is that trust needs relationship. Yeah? So, let's say uh, Rini, right? Our sister Rini here. Uh, you know her? Okay. If you do not know, you can get to know her after the service. She's in the best school in Singapore. It's in the Kul Bukit Panjang. <laughs> <laughs> so, if suppose she has some, uh, uh, Rini, okay, Rini, you have money? Yeah, you have money. Uh, uh, I can give you interest of 5% a year. That is bigger than the bank, which is 0.125%. It's bigger than CPF, which is 4%. I give you 5%. Will you invest $100 to me? Yeah? $100, yeah, okay? Maybe you would, right? because $100, you trust that I can give you back the money. Now, what about $100,000? Ask. What about $100 million? Will you trust me with your $100 million? Yeah. No. Why no, Amanda? You don't trust me. I thought, you know... We have friends, you know. Uh, well, I don't even trust myself with $100 million. Come on, right? Yeah. You know, will you really trust God when you are in a deep trouble situation? You may not. You may try all other things. Yeah. You may not trust God, and that's why you keep on worrying and even living in anxieties. And th that's the same for me. I think it's all of us have the same issues. But as you walk with God, and you see His faithfulness one after another, you know, there's a word of, uh, uh, in the scripture called Eben Hazar. Eben Hazar means, until now, God has helped us. So what happened is that in the uh, Samuel time, there is a war against the Philistines. And then uh, from time to time, God helped the Israelites to win, overcome, and then uh, the enemies. And then uh, uh, Samuel say, let's make a monument. Call this monument Eben Hazard, so that all of you remember, until today, God has helped you. And you know that tomorrow... He will care for you. Amen. Do we have Eben Hazar monument in our lives? Have we gotten an experience that we know we are out of luck, we are out of help, anything else doesn't work, and we come to Jesus and we receive miracles from Him? 
make that as Eben Hazer of your life. Because one day you will experience another one. And you need to remember, God has helped me. And He will never leave me nor forsake me. There's a story of King Jehoshaphat. I found wrong King Jehoshaphat, I think. He won big battle out of nothing. You know, he put the worship leader in front, all the uh, singers and so on, and dancers in front, and then God uh, disarrayed the enemies that as millions. And he had a big victory. And a few years after that, there's another enemies that are smaller, and he made peace treaty with that king because he's afraid. And God says, last time I gave you that victory. Now you don't trust me for even smaller one. And many times, friends and sisters, it's true that we forget about God's faithfulness. And as we walk with Him, and He is a proven help in times of need, we put our trust in Him. Today, God, I put my trust in You again because You have been faithful in my life. Amen? There are three things. Focus of prayer. Focus in God as person. Come to Him as a person, not like air, like a wishing, like a something, you know. Come to Him as a person. Come to Him in spirit and worship and talk to Him. Like God says, talk to Abraham, talk to Moses as a friend. Number two, focus on His ability and His love. Remember Jesus. Jesus is the expression of love of God. God loves us so much. Number three, increase your trust in the Lord. Build experiences with God. Say, Lord, you have helped me. You have helped me. You have you. I received promotions uh, last time out of nothing. I do not know. I was just normal working and then my boss suddenly came to me, you know, twice. And I know that's a favor of God. I don't even ask for it. And just God gives that to me. Hallelujah. And we can trust Him. Now, uh, I want to come to the second part. Uh, that is the kingdom prayer. Now, brothers and sisters, when we pray, you still remember the four uh, uh, principles of prayer? Pray by faith. Pray in the name of Jesus, pray in agreement, and then pray in the Holy Spirit. And focus in God's person, focus in His uh, uh, ability and His love, and focus on His uh, trustworthiness so that we can trust Him. Now, when we pray now, we will ask much so that we can receive much. Amen? Amen? Now, what are we supposed to ask? Lord Jesus, teach us the prayer. Uh, our uh, Father is in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Blessed be your name. Be glorified. Uh, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Okay? It's talking about the kingdom of God. And after that, talk about our needs. Give us our daily bread and forgive our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. Now, and sisters, we want to pray for the kingdom of God. Next slide. So now, normally what we pray is the left side. Yeah? We are praying more about my kingdom, about my wealth, my health, 
my well-being, my comfortable living, my pleasure, my well-being on earth. Whereas the kingdom of God is not about food and drink. Yeah? Uh, I, I, I want us to, all of us to grow into maturity. Okay? Uh, let's say together with me, I want to grow higher. Amen. Now, when you go through higher, there is uh, higher things than just food and drink. That is about my characters, my faith, hope, and love. You know why? Faith. The Word of God says, without faith, no one can please God. Whoa. Without faith, no one can please God. Love, even if you know all the mysteries in the world, you can speak a language of an angelic host, you know all these things, you sacrifice all your life, all what you have without love. God says, the word of God says you are zero. And this love is so important and we need to grow in love. And what is love? Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not arrogant. Love is not boasting themselves. Yeah? Love is uh, rejoicing with other people's well-being and so on. So, uh, we, we want to ask God, Lord, not just about my physical needs, but about your kingdom. And your kingdom says that I need to grow in my love, in my faith walk, in my love walk, in my character, in my integrity, in my purity and holiness, in my fruitfulness. And that is what I want to pray, God, and I want to ask for it, God, and I ask much according to your will, in the name of Jesus, okay, in agreement, in the Holy Spirit, and I ask much, I receive much as I put the kingdom of God first and His righteousness, the left side that I need will come for it, will be with it. Yeah. Uh, uh, if, if my children are studying, you know, pursuing the study and doing the responsibility and so on, I will supply their needs. I, I ask my son, do you need extra tuition? Right? No, 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 I don't need. You need extra tuition? I'll pay for you. I want to pay for you. No, 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 I don't need need. Okay, fine. <laughs> I, I am more eager to give to my son, to my children, you know, beyond what they need. Why? Because they are doing their job. They are doing what they're supposed to do, right? And if we are walking in God's will, we are walking in God's kingdom, we are walking in His ways, we are walking in love, we have a compassion to the lost, we, we walk by faith and minister to the other people's need and, and pray for the sick and, you know, uh, help other people, you know, and bring uh, generosity and so on. God sees that. Oh, you are doing my will, my word. Uh, what you need, I will supply you need to help that person. I'll supply so that you can bless that person. You want to pray for this one? I give you a gift of healing so that you can glorify my name as you, you know, as you minister. And, and we shift our, you know, Paul doesn't pray for God, give me, you know, a retirement plan. God, you, say, you know, I will die, you know, and my life in this world will end. Okay, to me, uh, it, it, I prefer to be with God, but to be with Jesus, to be with Christ. But it is important for you so that I'm still here so that I can uh, exhaust, exhort you, I can uh, teach you, and I can build you up. It doesn't care much about things of this world. You know. And as we put the kingdom of God 
first and His righteousness, all other things shall be added to us. As we put the kingdom of God in our business, in our career, in our plan, in our family, in our future, what we need, God will supply. But have we put Him first? I want to share with you a few uh, as we, you know, we need to pray. Okay, seven minutes, five more minutes, all right, and then we pray. Uh, I want to share with you a few a prayer from Paul, all right? Okay, a few prayer from Paul uh, in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15 to 19. If you want these slides, please approach, uh, you know, Gilbert perhaps, you know, I, Gilbert has it. You know, so that you can have it. So, Apostle, pray, uh, Apostle Paul praying for the church of Ephesus to have spirit of wisdom and revelation so that they know God. They know God not by secondhand information, but they know God by the revelation of the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit reveal God and His power and His glory and His uh, majesty to the church. That the church see, well, you know, have a personal encounter with God. That they saw, that eyes are enlightened, that they know that they have a uh, riches of a glorious inheritance and they have power that they need in life for whatever challenges that they are facing. Hallelujah. And Paul wants to, the church to know about this spiritual wealth rather than physical wealth because when they have the key to the kingdom of God, they know how to unlock all the blessings from heaven, not for themselves, but for the glory of God, for the kingdom of God. Next one. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 until 19, that Paul prayed for the church to know the love of God. You know, we fail and we fail much. We fail and we fail terribly. But God's love is bigger, greater than your failure. God's love is still waiting for you, coming back to Him. And as you come back to Him, He can mold you. He can repair you. Sometimes we break uh, glass. We break, uh, you know, um, uh, vase, vase, for example. Brick already, broken already. No use already, gone. Some people, we write them off. We say, <laughs> cannot already, lah. too bad already, true already. But in God, nothing is useless. He can restore. He can give second chance and even greater than before. Samson, he failed miserably. But at his death, the number of people died, the enemies of Israel who died, is more than when he lived. God can use you to become his weapon, his instruments to destroy the kingdom of darkness. If only you know the love of Christ. Next one. Filled with the knowledge of his will, walk in a manner of worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing, be fruitful in all good works. And last one. 
We pray that fulfill every good purpose of yours. Every one of us has a purpose in God's kingdom. Every one of us has our own purpose, which may not be the same as God's purpose. Now, Paul pray that God's purpose, which is better, which is more glorious, which is much higher, will be fulfilled in our lives. Hallelujah. And we will close with the last slide. Brothers and sisters, we have not because we ask not or we ask wrongly. But I challenge all of us today, let's ask Him much. Ask Him according to His will. Then we will receive much. We will receive much. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's stand up together as we pray. Bible says not only about spiritual things. Bible also talk about practical things. We need to pray for the government. In First Timothy chapter two says, so that we can live peaceful life and quiet lives with godliness and dignity. You know, pray for salvation of the lost. God does not desire anyone to perish but all to be saved. Pray for the church. The church need to live in unity. The church need to live uh, in, in God's standard, in the standard that God set in His Word. Let's pray for the leaders of the churches. Let no one fall and become a stumbling block. Let us all love one another, growing in love towards one another because love is the trademark of disciple of Jesus Christ. How many of you want to say this afternoon, God, I want to receive much and I want to ask much. I want to rebuild the altar of prayer of my life, in my life, in my family, uh, in this church, in my cell group. How many of you want to say that? Just lift up your hands. And Lord, Holy Spirit, God, lead me. It's not about how good I am. It's about how powerful you are. And I can come to you as a little child. You know, the kingdom of God is like a little child. Don't need to think too much. You just believe your father. Don't need to make word complicated and so on. He knows before we speak. He knows before we open up our mouths. But He is waiting for us to come and ask of Him. And ask of Him as the Holy Spirit lead us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you want to say to the God the Father this afternoon, say, Holy Spirit, help me. Help me. I want, I want to build an altar of prayer in my life. Respond to the word of God. Just lift up your hands right now. Just lift up your hands right now. Father, I pray, Lord. Father, I pray, Lord. This church will be strong if all of us are rising up in prayer. Rising up, praying in the name of Jesus, name above all names. Praying and believing in faith in the word of God. 
praying in unity, praying in the Holy Spirit. Families, Lord, will be strong as we are all rising up, Lord, to pray to you. To you who hear our prayer, all flesh will come. We will come because you hear our prayer. Sandala bakuri andara takara basiri diki andakala balabaya laba. Oh, quicken our spirit, quicken our spirit, quicken our spirit. Shandala bakara bata kara 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 Quicken our spirits, Lord. Oh, those who are sleeping, Lord, waken our life, Lord, our spirit, our innermost being. That we'll rise up and pray and pray and pray. Prayer of the righteous avails much. It's powerful. Lord, we pray, Lord, awaken your church. Awaken every man, every woman. Awaken every husband as the head of the family. Awaken every mother, O Lord. Awaken children, awaken young generations, O God. The fire of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Sikiyanda karabara bayara bara